All right. Thank you so much for t- making a machine a part of your daily boarding routine. See, I got into the song. See, see what happens when you get into the song. This is you, you almost forget your cue. Rome Westfield, private island. Yeah. Now, now I want to be on a jet ski now. Want to go to Miami, get on a jet ski somewhere. Private island, Rome Westfield. Make sure you come out and support Locals Only, Charisma Collective. The Artist Showcase going down this Saturday, 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 downtown Atlanta. Get your tickets. Not now, but right now. You heard that. He did that. Now, I'd be remissed if I didn't acknowledge the queen in the building that's sitting right across from him. But I have to tell you about her for a second because she is an Atlanta-based artist. She is the moment. That's right. I'm talking Miriam, Miriam Robinson. Mainly focusing on the merging styles of R&B, hip-hop, and pop, she has created her own unique sound. From acoustic guitar and violin pieces to trap soul. Yep, that's right, I said it. Trap soul and synth. The category of music is forever changing. You already know. It's more than just a whole vibe. It's a moment. Ear candy, if you will. Now, she is most compared to artists such as Summer Walker, Juice World, SZA. I love SZA. Don't forget to check out her latest singles, Shigo and Sick of Love Songs, out on all platforms. But we've got a single called Letters to my exes today which we are proudly going to talk about in just a moment but i would like to introduce to the world everybody say hello and good morning to the queen miriam robinson good morning what's up what's up what's going on come up to the mic a little don't be shy there there you go okay yeah yeah and uh thank you so much for coming through it's just absolutely amazing to have you here with us and as i did with rome you know i gotta take it back to the old school gotta take it to union square there's a start to the journey and we need to know what the start of the journey was like for you what was that light bulb moment that said i want to do music so i actually started in high school too um it was actually my senior year but my school had built a studio in the library. Oh, wow. Yeah, so nice. like every lunch period, me and like a group of people, we just went in that studio and we just played around with it. Um, and then eventually we made our first song. It was actually a rap song. It mm. was like, it was rapping the whole way through. Like there was no hook. Oh, nice. Was, yeah. And then after that, I was like, I really like this. And so I went and my sister gave me her old Mac computer uh-huh. And so I sat on my bed and I was just, I was like, okay, how can I do this at home? I think I started on GarageBand and I went and I got like a mic off Amazon and that's how I started. I just found like YouTube beats and I just mm-hmm. recorded stuff on GarageBand. Did you feel, did you have a lot of cover, cover solos beforehand before you dove into your own music a lot of people tend to do covers just to kind of get their feet wet and see how it sounds see how the people react to it and then they develop their own signals would you say that that was part of the journey as well well i never really made cover songs um i started from chorus so like through really 
the beginning, like kindergarten Mm -hmm. throughout. I was always in chorus. I was in women's ensemble, honor chorus. I did all state. Um, I was doing like shows for musical theater. So that's really how I started. And then it wasn't until like I actually recorded myself. I was like, okay, I'll make my own music. And so I have like a lot of old songs on SoundCloud. Like I have a completely different catalog on SoundCloud. Nice, nice. And so who were the artists that inspired you that made you really dig into the craft of music for you? Um, I would have to say Drake. I really I really love Drake Drizzy. because Yeah, I just feel like his songs feel like a soundtrack of my life mm. in a sense. I really like how that feels. Um, and then I really like Rihanna because she can do pop, she can do R and B. I like the yeah. yeah, I really like versatility. So those are probably like my top two. And you as a versatile artist yourself, what what is the key thing that you have came to to do with your music so far that would end up in a crossover sense? Because there's R and B, there's hip hop, there's pop, and all of them have been mixing mixing together since really the early 2000s and late 90s where they're mixing hip-hop pop and uh r&b together and it becomes a crossover hit amongst all three of those genres so what in your artistry what what are you doing to create that crossover hit well i kind of just let it come naturally like when i find beats i don't really look for anything specific so Mm -hmm. it could be any genre and then you kind of just mix it however it comes to you. So, like, I have a song out. It's an R&B drill song. It's a drill beat, but it's, like, mm-hmm. R&B. Like, it's it's warm vocals. It's laid out. Mm-hmm. And so that one, that's really the one because it's, it's, like, hype. It gets you, like, ooh. It's a chill <laughs> vibe. Like, you would listen to that when you're doing laundry. That's the type of vibe it Laundry? Gets. Yeah. Okay. You know, you need the R and B that's the, like it's relaxed. R and B to throw your clothes <laughs> in, huh? Yeah. Just, no, yeah. Like, it's like a dance around the room, you know, just get into the vibe. Like when you wake up on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. and they're blasting the music, that's how you know it's time to clean. Yeah, yeah. Our parents definitely did that. If you, you, that that's when you that was the time when you you really grew up. You were like, hey, look. Look, I know what that music means on Saturday morning. All right, fake sleep so you don't have to. Look, the cameraman salute me. He fake. He's the one that did it. I fake sleep too. Like, hey, look, I'm sleep. Hey, look, I'm not woke because you because you get voluntold once you wake up. So you come out that door to even go to the restroom, you get voluntold. You you your sleep has been cut into, and I and and I get it because you got to have that vibe and. Speaking of the vibe, what are some some key things that you've done in your music to really create a whole vibe? You know, because there's like I said, there's artists out there that are following in your footsteps. They're looking to your music. They're really rocking with you heavy. So and they're inspired by you. They haven't told you yet, but they're inspired by your level of sound. So talk about that vibe that you bring. Um, I really just like. I like the euphoric feeling because I'm, like, big on positivity. Mm-hmm. But I also just like to chill. I'm a very chill person. I try to stay to myself, and I just kind of – I just float around the room. That's really me. 
So I kind of want my music to reflect that. Mm-hmm. So like when you listen to it, you're just like, yeah, you can just sit back, relax. But then there's like different levels. You know, you got your hype, you got your slow, you got your sad, you got your angry. Mm-hmm. It's like I want everybody to be able to have like a playlist of my songs for like for whatever mood you need. And and it's so interesting because there are a lot of people that go through stressful times out here and you as an artist, you your music has really gave people an outlet to be able to think about different things or channel their emotions differently. So talk about a time where you've had a fan come to you and say, I love your music so much, you don't know what you have got me through you got me through some tough times or I was going through some tough times and your music made me have a a new refound sense of peace a renewed sense of peace talk about that time well it's funny because like my dad is probably my biggest fan Mm. he listens to my music every day like every day all day on loop it's it's do you get really, do you get tired of hearing yourself sometimes because he's running it so much you know sometimes but then it's like <laughs> i really appreciate that like he has yeah. it at his ringtone and all like it's oh really, wow it makes me feel not really the good. ringtone yes. okay you, you, now, that's a different level that's a different level of dedicated support to have your music as a ringtone and you you just have your days like Dad, I have new music. Can you change the ringtone? <laughs> I'm sure you've said that at one time throughout the journey. Dad, I have new music. Can you at least change the ringtone? I'm sure he makes up like 50% of my SoundCloud streams. Like he he really <laughs> nice. listens to it. I really appreciate it. But like I made a song. It's called Road to Recovery. And mm. it's about my grandma when she passed. And so it meant a lot to him. Cause it's kind of like a remembrance yeah and so like he listens to it a lot and it really it just it hits differently when it's personal mm. and it's so interesting because i'm sure as dad being your biggest fan he is i'm sure there you have ended up bringing him through some tough times of his own as well you know is is you got to be a parent you got to be you got to be you got to be man you got to be there's so so many things that he's dealing with in everyday life and the fact that he continues to have your music your music is bringing him to a new a different level of peace on the daily how does that feel for you to know that um it makes me feel great because my dad is like my best friend so if it makes if I can make a song that really makes a difference for somebody, then that's that's all I needed. That awesome. was the goal. Awesome. And so performing. Let's jump into performing for yes. a second because you are performing this Saturday at the Artist Showcase presented by Locals Only and Charisma Collective. Beside this Saturday, I'm sure you've done plenty of performances. I asked Rome this earlier about levels of stage fright because every entertainer if you're doing this and you have a passion for this at one point during your your beginning stages you've had to have stage fright somewhere along those lines how were you able to overcome that and how has that developed to now um 
I really just feel like practice makes perfect, honestly, because my first ever, like, probably singing in front of anyone, it was actually in an audition, and I completely forgot the words. Like, it just vanished from my brain. Wow. But over time, I did so many performances after a while, it was like, okay, I know the words, I know, I know how to sing it, I got to put emotion to it. So now, like, when I do, I always do rehearsals. So when I go into rehearsals, I kind of just like, you know, find the flow of the beat mm-hmm. and just kind of like make my own groove to it because I want to groove and everybody else is going to groove. So, you know, the music, just let it flow. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's great advice, but there's also another part of this. As a songwriter, I, I also asked Room this as well about writer's block have you ever had a time where you were writing a song and you had something you had something else that you needed something key like ah if i say this is gonna pop but what exactly is it and you have this writer's block every songwriter has this or has had it at one particular point what ways were you able to get over that um I really just stop and just come back to it the next day because it usually comes the next day. I think of lines all the time. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, I'll do like a hook and a verse and then put the hook back in. So then all I really got to do is make another verse. And if it doesn't come to me, then it's just like, okay, it's not going to come to me. Don't try to force it. You know, it's supposed to come naturally. And usually when you come back the next day, like you have something to talk about. It's a new experience, something new some type of new aspect you can come from so it usually comes and you just record it out got a fun question for you you ready for this one yeah fun question have you ever thought of a song to record at like the dinner table or at a weird place like a like you're in the grocery store or something like that have you ever thought of a song and then you're like let me hurry up and go home and record this before so while I have this fresh on the mind have you ever had those moments yeah um I know a lot of times like when I'm driving in the car I'll have moments where I'll think of like a whole line I'll be like oh this is really good if you're driving you're driving so you can't do anything so it's just like okay I gotta remember it gotta remember it you get to a light and you're like okay so gotta remember eventually when you get home you thought about it so much that you're gonna remember what the line is and I have a home studio, so it's really easy for me to, like, record out something real quick. Just go down, record it out, get it. But a lot of times, if I, like, think of a random line, like, even in my sleep, I'll think of a line. I'll wake up real quick and just write it in my notes. So you want to wake up at 3 a.m.? Yeah. And, ooh, that sounds good. Most of the Let time, I'm up at 3 a.m. I don't even Oh, well, there you go. Yet, so. you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't lose no sleep. You were already up at 3 a.m. And you just said, oh, well, I'm up. Let me just write it. You know, it was a light sleep. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> just, just a little light sleep. Yeah, yeah I get it. I'm just resting my eyes a little bit. I get it. I get it. And, um, you know, it's so, it's so interesting that we talk about writing because uh, you wrote a song called Letters to my exes, which we are going to hear in just a moment. Um, uh, letters to the exes. What kind of letters are we talking about? Talk about the development of this song. Um, so I actually made this song in my room 
Mm-hmm. And I made this in high school, actually. And gotcha. I was going, I was going through it. It was like, I guess it was like a situationship. And you know how those go. They never go well. So, oh, yeah. After, after that whole thing, I was like, I'm just gonna, it's kind of just like, let it all go. This Channel the energy different, be, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be getting away all the dead weight and just, we're gonna have a rebirth after this. Mm. Yeah, and and it's so interesting because letter to my exes is like, uh oh, what in the world happened here? Because that because when you hear the title, the first question is like, man, what happened? Then you listen to the song, and it's like, oh, gotcha. And you know when you when you write songs like this, they they can be pretty powerful for people that are going through the same thing. So. What has been the reaction? Is it now it, it has it, it, how long has this song been out, or is this a fresh one right off the grill, as my guy uh, Jobby would say it? Um, no, this is actually pretty old. It's from twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. So you said it's from twenty twenty. So what has the reaction been to letters to my exes? Oh, they love it. I think like it's mainly the vocals because it's like it's a real singing song, like. Mm-hmm. It's like more of like a ballad kind of. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So when you talk, a lot of R&B artists now are not really doing too much of the ballads anymore, like the 90s and the early 2000s and the ballads of the 80s and yesteryear, right? So what makes this ballad different than any other ballads you may hear in this time frame in the 2020s? Um, I think it really just still gives you like kind of a nostalgic feeling. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I really enjoy about it. Cause I don't know. I just don't hear anything like that, especially now it just has its own little sound, like its own mark. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, you know, can't can't wait to hear letters to my exes uh, within the next couple of minutes. But the last question I do have to ask you is what advice do you have for up and coming artists, rookies on the independent artist scene or whoever just said, you know, they got that light bulb moment by hearing your story or Rome's story today that said, you know what? I already had a passion for music, but now I'm really going to take today and put action to what I've been thinking and do it. What advice do you have for them getting in the industry? Make content, make content, make content, make content. Like that's the most important thing. And then post it. Use TikTok. Really understand like what you're trying to achieve and don't just like half do it. Really put the energy and like plan it out have a strategy for it and it'll like actually show it'll show growth so stick stick with that be consistent but really just make content like you're the only way that your music is gonna get out there and reach new people and people want to see it like they're not gonna just randomly just click on it one day it's not gonna just show up you have to like make content because it's gonna reach somebody Somebody's going to share it. Somebody's going to look at it. Just believe. Absolutely. And speaking, and, and before we even play Letters to My Exes, you have an upcoming single that's 
getting ready to release very soon called Black Sheep. Yes, yes, Talk yes. about Black Sheep, which is coming out on uh, next month on the 22nd. Speak about Black Sheep real quick. I'm so excited for it. I really, I really like this song. Um, the beat is super hard. Um, shout out to Black Market because he really did a great job on that beat. But I really enjoy my rap songs a lot because I do every genre. So, you know, I want to like switch it up occasionally because before this I dropped R&B song. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to go back, give everybody something new. And so with this one, it's really like how people perceive you. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you pursue music and a lot of times people don't understand, you know, it's like it's like a gambling thing and people want you to be comfortable Mm -hmm. and they want you to have a safe decision so this song really like embodies that but it also gives it like a nice vibe like forget that I don't care what they think I'm still gonna do what I want because I got this like I have a plan I'm gonna make it work and so that's what this song really brings and I'm really excited because at this show I'm actually gonna premiere it for the first time so that is definitely on the set list on the set list we so we get a world premiere this saturday literally yes. a month ahead of the release and you'll be performing this for the first time Ooh, cannot wait oh my goodness it, it, it's just like all right let's see how you rock with this one and it's just like boom yeah yeah cannot yes. wait cannot wait but we're getting ready to hear letters to my exes right now, and I'm sure you'll be back regarding Black Sheep as well for our listening audience as well. So, you know, we're all family here, so you know where home is right here at this situation. And I speak to both of you when I say that. So, matter of fact, no, all three. I can't I can't just leave out the cameraman. The cameraman doing a phenomenal job over here getting angles over here. But, um... Tell everybody where we can find you, follow you, connect, and stream all of your music. Yes, so my all my socials are the same. It's Miriam's Music with an underscore. My TikTok, my Instagram, my Twitter, all of it. And then my link tree is in my bio where you can find all of my streaming links. It's just Miriam, so I made it real simple for everybody. Miriam's Music with an underscore. Absolutely. She definitely did make it simple for everybody. You already know. But... It's time to hear Miriam Robinson, Letters to My Exes. Let's go. It's the Morning Machine. Oh, oh, oh. 